on the Glenzito Superdrive. Um, good afternoon to you. So we're going to find out more about um, uh, about an, uh, a cooler app. Not cooler as in cooler. <laughs> you know, people are thinking bashes already. Like cooler, cooler bag, cooler bag. A 50 run for cooler bag. No, we're talking about an app, app, app. The one that you have uh, on your phone. Uh, this app uh, helps small-scale farmers in South Africa to connect with uh, supermarkets by making it easier to market, sell, and transport their produce. Thinking was like was comparing it to the Uber. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Thank you. Nonetheless, South Africa. So in the studio, we've got Caridas um, uh, uh, Chincholo. He's one of the founders. How's it, man? Good, good, man. How are you doing? Man, you're not going to create an app and you don't know anything about farming. <laughs> oh, you're just an opportunist. You realize, wow, here's an opportunity to make money. Tell the truth <laughs> and shame the devil. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> what happened, as they say in case of that? What happened? Cool, cool, man. So, um... Uh, the app basically came uh, through myself and two of my co-founders. Yes. Um, we were inspired by a trip to, to, to Israel, ah. um, where we found that uh, Israel is basically a desert, but the agricultural output that they have is quite insane. So the level of innovation that they have there was quite amazing. Um, and my business partner and I, when we came back to South Africa, we started uh, interrogating Afri- agriculture within an African context, you know, and we realized that actually Africa is 60% of the world's arable land and you've got more than about more than 60 percent of the population being emerging small-scale farmers but we're importing about 40 billion u.s dollars of food into the continent every year and this was a starting point that kind of uh, got us interested in the industry so we knew nothing about agriculture we studied finance at the university of cape town and when we came in we spent six months with some farmers in pretoria makapanstad um, in the hamanskral area and we realized that uh, the emerging farmer is getting a very raw end um, of, of the deal. The only place where emerging farmers can mainly sell their produce um, in bulk is the fresh produce market. And at the fresh produce market, they're not guaranteed the price at which their crop is going to sell. They're not guaranteed if their crop is going to sell. Um, and if it doesn't sell today, it sells the next day. If it sells the next day, it probably sell for half the price that it would have sold at um, the previous day. They have to pay for transport costs up front. You find that the journey of a bunch of spinach uh, will come from an emerging farmer go to the fresh produce market a big company will pick it up because they have the nice contract take it to an office block uh, in Santin, sell it for 10 rand or to a processor processor chops it packages up sells it to a supermarket for 16 rand um, in some supermarkets you go there you find that chopped spinach is actually 36 rand and that's the exact same spinach um, that the farmer put on the ground and you only get three rand for it so the solution was basic basically initially about helping connect these farmers directly um, to market. So it's an, basically a, a creating one big digital farm um, that supermarkets and restaurants and big buyers can actually work with instead of having the hassle of dealing with multiple farmers because they can't necessarily move big volumes, right? So instead of dealing with multiple um, uh, farmers, they might much rather deal with one big digital farm. So Kula represents what all farmers, what all our emerging farmers on our platform have available. So it's like ordering from a normal commercial farm, but it's actually crowdsourced stuff. And then we also help them manage um, their logistics. You find that a commercial farmer will spend about 6 to 7% on logistics, but an emerging farmer, farmer actually spends about 30% um, of their revenue on logistics, which is a big inefficiency. So we've kind of built um, the solution that basically connects farmers to market very nicely. You find that um, a lot of avos come from Limpopo, uh, for example. The Joburg market... Why are you pointing your finger at me? <laughs> 
you you find that actually thing you talk to your guests you, love yeah. <laughs> pointing a finger at me like uh, avocado mkomba mumuna saying yeah so na masonja komba me na futhi umentiona na masonja futhi saying yeah but yeah you find that I was growing in Popo Joburg market buys a lot of them so then they get transported from Limpopo they come to Joburg now there's a shortage in Limpopo so same Abbas will now have to go from the Joburg market back to Limpopo so you find that retail in some cases um and Abbas might be more expensive in Limpopo than it is uh in South Africa unless you're buying it off the street because the journey is so inefficient so we allow So the question is how many farmers are tech savvy like when you talk about an app I mean I see those farmers at the mall wearing rugby <laughs> shorts and sandals like you can see ah this one does not have time for app an app yeah, so an app is not going to work so who which farmers are you targeting we're targeting emerging farmers across the board and that was our first worry is yeah. are we going to get gogo masango to mm. actually use an app um mm. so we're working quite closely with the university of johannesburg they've got a farmer school called is ndabazogudla and once we're ndabazogudla yeah so when I, when i went there um i remember the first time we're like okay guys we're starting this thing it's called the cooler app so mm. now we are going to go to the google play store mm. and they looked at me they're like we know the google play store you know and we found that what app actually did a lot of the work yes. that we it kind of made our job easier because almost everyone is on WhatsApp these yes. days so they knew what the Play Store was and they knew mainly how to fiddle and because South Africa works in a co-op model you find that one farm consists of about 10 people um and of all the co-op groups you find that there is someone who is uh, able to operate uh, the app and they don't even need to be tech savvy it's as long as they can read in most cases they can operate the app and it's just a matter of updating the inventory completing orders and we can basically So how many that. farmers do you do you have on the app? Do you do you have a number? Yes, we do. So as it stands, um we've actually achieved quite significant growth over last year, uh, more than what we anticipated. So we won MTN business app of the year. Um Serious? Yes. I never heard about <laughs> it. <no. laughs> you must google it so we beat the big banks we beat yeah i'm not going to mention names you're um, french okay <laughs> so uh, after that uh we i think now we have about 2500 farmers um, we have so many farmers on the platform yes and we found ourselves in a position where wow. because we're a startup and we basically a bunch of 23 24 year olds trying to put this thing together we found ourselves in a position where we couldn't contain or basically get load all of the farmers into the platform so we started doing fundraising it was very difficult to raise funding here at home people have massive ah, requirements so you'll see i'm a rolls royce my bentley my guy <laughs> but when you ask for funding you will not get it you have friends who drink champagne exactly when you ask them for 2000 rand we don't have it exactly you find that everyone supports entrepreneurship until it's time to actually yeah. put something up so yeah. Yeah. we found ourselves actually wow. journeying to Europe um and engaging with various VCs there um and we actually in some conversations at the moment and even to the farmers who are listening to the show um we're basically tying up those funding conversations and we're going to be opening up uh, Limpopo Mpumalanga and KZN because currently we've been focused mainly on Gauteng and also a bit of northwest okay which brings me to this question then you are you hoping to expand throughout the continent yes so kula is addressing an africa problem so this yeah. problem that we're addressing is an actually it's beyond an africa problem it's an emerging it market is, problem is, so yeah. india has a similar problem um many emerging markets actually have a very similar problem so the intention is to scale so for example with our logistics uh, model our initial idea was that we would buy trucks and complete our own trips but then that's not very scalable because you have to deal with hijacking maintenance you know mm. satu and all those things that come with 
with, with owning logistics. So we've built sort of an Uber logistics model where we allow other logistics companies to put their trucks onto our, our platform. So we partnered with a logistics company based in Isando, Bafukeng Logistics, and we discovered something interesting each time we went to visit this guy. At any given time, there's like four trucks in the parking lot, so like eight trucks. And when you ask him about those trucks, like, no, this one is leaving on Friday. You don't have to look at Shal. Eh? This one is leaving. I'm doing the interview. <laughs> look at me. You don't have to look at Shal. What is that? Why Shal? Because Shal is a white guy. No. Look at me here. I get you are threatening oh, me for you, pointing Yeah, now. but you must look at me. You are threatening me now. Yes. That's life. <laughs> there's more threats coming this side. But yeah, so we realized that a lot of logistics companies have the same problem where they've got a pre-approved trucks with the imagine, right yes. infrastructure, but they're always parked. So we actually allow them to load their trucks onto our platform. Then once farmers have contributed to an order, um, it'll ping them. So because we geolocate our farmers and our clients, it will say, hey, go pick up from this point, that point, and go deliver at that so point. So when will you guys start making money? When will you start making money? Yeah. Um, do you mean personally or the business? The business. So the business is, has revenues already. So we're post-revenue. We're trading. So we're supplying some supermarkets, supplying pick and pay. We're working with Rockamamas. We're working with various restaurant chains within the Joburg area. So we're already, we're already pushing revenues. But any all of the money that we're making now, we're reinvesting. Um, into, I'm the, my pen. into the growth of the business. <laughs> no. And you're, you've not started you see, buying Bentleys now. If we get to a point you're of exit, Oros, if great. we get to a point where we exit nicely, then we can consider Bentleys. But I think right now we have a lot of responsibility towards the 2,500 farmers that have entrusted us to sell their produce and connect them to markets. And even to them, we want to say that they be patient with us as we sort out um, the the funding conversation at the moment. And once we close that conversation. We'll be onboarding and activating even more farmers than we are currently. So, at where the can moment. we get this app? So, currently we're on Android. So, last year, technically. What's your Android in? Android in Lema, Samsung, Nama, Huawei. Okay, let's ask Korea. Yeah, not Apple, is Android. Korea, okay. Yeah, so we're going to move into the iStore probably within the next two months. We're going to go into the iStore version. Because last year, technically, we were running a pilot, but that pilot was so successful. Um, and we're running it mainly on Android. So we're so successful that now we'll be moving also into iOS. And we actually we have actually found that a lot of our farmers do have uh, iPhones. So no, farmers have iPhones, but rich to man. No, no, they 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 okay. They're all right. They need. They're, they're not what people think they are. Like they we have a lot of young farmers. Yeah, I'd absolutely say about fantastic, man. About sixty percent of our farmers are. I think uh, 35 and younger. Which Listen, Caritas, I wish you success. And Thank we, you, don't, we don't only want you to be just a South African company. Just as your apples <laughs> and whatever are dominating worldwide, we want to see you guys, people in Europe, in India, you know, in Asia, yeah. downloading and using this app. And we need your support. So we need everyone to pull together. Yes, Private look sector, at me, government. Jongem Nagalog. No up, more threats. Upper here. And this full as your threats are good. No, carry this. Caritas Chincholo, he's Thanks, one of man. the founders of um, uh, this cool app. That I'll just download it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just download your, your app for fun. Yeah, we're launching a chat feature so you can chat to other farmers, but you won't be able to trade. So at least you can do something on the app. <laughs> I'll be able to do what? You can do something on the app. <laughs> yeah, no, I can chat to farmers. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's the app, guys, a cooler app. If, you, if you're interested in, in, in farming and I'm a vegetables. Yeah, well. That's the app that you need to get. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for your time. Say hi. Where are your partners? Um, Ali, while you're here. No, you're no, they're the working. They're working. Account. Matthew is busy designing. Peace. Jackson is busy coding. Liko is on the ground. I just gave all of them Liko. a shout out. Liko. Oh. So we've got a lady on the team. And Kolani is also busy calling farmers right now. Shout out to you. Kolani Kuala. Kolani Ndovela. Okay. <laughs>